We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Welcome to this pregame edition of Rams Talk Radio. This is Norm Hightower, one of the managing partners, along with Johnny Gomez, here to talk about the upcoming game between the Dallas Cowboys and the Los Angeles Rams in Dallas on Sunday, October 1st at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Johnny, how you doing? Can't complain. Sun's out. Uh, well, not so much anymore, but it was. <laughs> well, it must be nice to be down there in L.A. where it's nice and warm. Yep. So we got this game coming up in uh, AT&T Stadium against the Cowboys. What do you think of the matchup? You know, many will see this game as an easy loss for the Rams. But to be honest, considering how the Cowboys have played as of late and how the Rams' offense has kind of stepped up over the past couple of games, I'll go ahead and say it. Don't be surprised if there's an upset considering a couple of things. And I think we'll get to that a little bit later. Well, I think, honestly, the matchup that uh, is really going to be key to this game and it's going to be key to the Rams' offense is can Havenstein block DeMarcus Lawrence? DeMarcus Lawrence has been a beast for the Cowboys at defensive end. 
He wreaked havoc on the Cardinals last week. He had uh, five tackles and three sacks, was disrupting the backfield and the quarterback play after play after play. So can Havenstein contain him or can Sean McVay scheme the game so that they can keep him, him under control? The other thing is Sean Lee has been out uh, the last two days in practice. So I don't know what his injury report is, but if they don't have Sean Lee in the middle, that's going to hurt the Cowboys as well. And, and you're right, they have struggled. Uh, obviously against Denver, they really struggled. And last week against the Cardinals, uh, for the first half, they didn't look like the Cowboys of last year at all. It wasn't until the second half that they that they really picked it up and actually started to play well. So I'm with you. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if the Rams can can do a couple of key things. And if Wade Phillips has the defense playing up to a level that they should be playing, I wouldn't be surprised if this was a win for the Rams either. Yeah, obviously the Rams offense, I feel like can the way they've been gelling together under uh, Sean McVay's offensive scheme, I think this is a team that can honestly get past the the Cowboys defense, especially if you're missing Sean Lee in the middle. Um, this, this is going to be, this is going to be an interesting matchup, especially, uh, you know, you have Todd Gurley who's kind of bounced back from his sophomore slump. I, I'm really intrigued to see. I, I think this will be a big test for him. It, it might not be much of a test if, if Lee isn't there, but I'm really intrigued with this matchup. I really think that this is going to be a really key test for what type of team the Rams are. Offensively, I have all the confidence in the world. I really do. My only concern offensively is Jared Goff. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, he's been, he's been doing well, Johnny. Why are you concerned? No doubt about it that Jared Goff has stepped up quite a bit, but there are still a lot of things that he may, that he does wrong. And one of the things that he does incorrectly is hold on to the football for far too long. And if you give the Cowboys that opportunity, it's going to be a long, long game for the Rams. So offensively, if Jared Goff can limit the mistakes, if he can dish out the football, I have all the confidence in the world with the Rams offensively, even with, you know, the the pressure coming in on the right side. Defense is where I kind of cringe at. And this is kind of funny to me. Because at the start of the season, I did not have these concerns at all. In fact, if anything, the concerns were flipped easily. But you, you, you gotta, you gotta really factor in. There's no doubt about that the, the Cowboys have a very talented offense. And considering that the Rams just made Brian Hoyer into an all pro last week, you gotta, you gotta wonder, can they contain Dak Prescott, can they, can Tremaine Johnson hold Des Bryant when he made Pierre Garcon look like a pro bowler? And then, you know, the rest of that offensive line is going to help protect Dak. So now you have a really big problem going into this game. Uh, and Wade Phillips is going to have to get really creative here because I, I don't, I don't know if the Rams can contain this, this, this offense. Well, the good news is their offense hasn't been really gelling very well. It just the last, you know, the last half of last week's game against the Cardinals, they gelled a little bit better. But 
they haven't really been playing up to their potential, and their offensive line uh, isn't as good as it was last year. And so if we can disrupt Dak Prescott, uh, I think that'll make a big difference. The other thing is, you know, I just got through looking at the injury report, and it looks like Kayvon Webster will be back. So that should help a little bit on our depth at cornerback and our play at cornerback. And I'm, I'm sure Wade Phillips, you know, he's been finding problems with the defense every week, and I'm hoping that he's figuring out a way to, to really shore it up against the Cowboys. I don't think it'll matter if Goff and the Rams offense are playing as well as they have been because I think the Rams can outscore them down for down if if they're playing as well as they have been. Offensive line coach Aaron Cromer's really got the the O-line playing well for the Rams. They've been improving every week. The right side, which is our weaker side, looks like it's it's getting better and they're starting to gel. It looks like John Sullivan participated in practice, so if we can have him back as a healthy participant, that will that will make a big difference. And then Tavon and Sammy Watkins were just cleared from concussion protocols, so it looks like if we if we have our full offense back and they continue to gel, I really think we, we have a good shot at moving the ball against Dallas because I don't think their defense is, is that great if they can contain Demarcus Lawrence. So what do you think? Uh, I mean, let's kind of call it how we see the game going. Do you see an offensive battle? Do you see a defensive struggle? Do you see a blowout? What What is it that you see? I would like to say, as a fan, I would love to say, that it's going to be an offensive battle. And I still think, even looking at it analytically, that it's very possible that this is going to be an offensive battle. What it's all going to boil down to is the limited mistakes. If the Rams continue to surrender the football like they did towards the ending of the San Francisco game, there's there's no way in hell they're going to win this game. That's it, just not going to happen. But when, you, when they limit the mistakes and they make this as a flawless as possible, I think this is going to be an, a very close offensive game. So if I'm going to be a hundred percent real here, I'm going to say I'm going to say an offensive war where the Rams do have a shot with the slight possibility of a blowout <laughs> if they if they surrender that football. I mean, let's let's face it. Literally last week, you know, the, the Rams nearly lost the game, and quite frankly, they almost deserved to lose the game because of how they played. I'm going to go with John Fossil is not going to let our special teams have the same kind of week as they did last week. If Tavon even juggles the first punt, I would I would expect to see him gone. And don't be surprised to see Cooper Cup back there replacing Tavon and not Farrell Cooper just because Cooper Cup has he's more sure-handed than than either of those two. So don't be surprised if that happens, if you see Tavon even look like he's going to juggle a ball because that's been his biggest problem. And, you know, the, the onside kick was kind of a fluke. They knew it was coming, but they didn't play it very well. And you, you know John Fossil drilled that all week long. So I, I don't expect to see those issues. I think if the Rams can keep the penalties down, if Havenstein can win the battle that we that I, that I discussed, and if Goff continue to kind of have the game that he's been having, I can see the Rams winning this in a close one. I would say 31-27. Okay, fair enough. Also, something to watch out for is uh, Todd Gurley. You know, while Gurley has had a phenomenal season so far, 
I, I think one of the biggest concerns for me is seeing all the fumbles. So far, it hasn't affected the Rams too, too much. But, you know, th- this is the Cowboys who will take advantage of any points uh, that, you know, any points off of turnovers. They'll, they'll take advantage. So I'm hoping that Gurley takes care of his fumble issues and, you know, there are no fumbles this week. If not, should be a really good ball game. And I, I'm going to say a little bit higher. Uh, I'm going to say 42 to 38. Who winning? That's a good question. I didn't answer it for a reason. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll go ahead and throw it in there. I, I'm going to say the Rams. Okay. I, I think you're right in one thing, and that is the intangibles with the turnovers. Um, I don't think either of our scores or either of our predictions make a darn bit of difference if one of the teams turns the ball over. Uh, a lot more than the other. And, and I think that's a given with any game. And I expect to see the Rams to clean that up. I'm hoping that they clean up the penalties. Donald should be, you know, back into full form now. The defense, I've got to think that Wade Phillips has, has been working his magic. Cromer's got the line playing well. McVay's got more experience now. Goff is confident and feeling better. Gurley's running better. You know, right now they're statistically the number one offense in the league, which I would have never guessed in a million years. So it's hard not to have confidence when you've been a Rams fan for so long and it's been, you know, as disappointing as it has been. And now all of a sudden you have a team come out that, you know, is scoring like the greatest show on turf. Not, Not saying that they even compare to that team, but they are scoring like them. So if they can continue to do that and clean up their, their small mistakes, I really think they've got a good shot at winning this game. And I think if they win this game in Dallas, it's going to really change the whole dynamic of the season. It's going to change the way the announcers talk about this team. I mean, it was really frustrating last week. And obviously, you know, the Rams, they, the offense played well, but overall they, they could have lost that game pretty easily at the end. It's hard to listen to the announcers sit there and say things like, well, you know, these two teams are, you know, are, re- are in their rebuild and, and they're two lesser tier teams and we don't expect them to do very well. But yet the Rams are, you know, right now ahead in the division. And if they go and they pull out a win in Dallas, I think that's going to really change the perception for a lot of folks. So, so let me play a little devil's advocate with you there, Norm. You mentioned the greatest show on turf and you did also mention that you're not going to say that they're the same type of team or the, as good as the greatest show on turf. However, let's say the Rams completely blow out the Cowboys uh, offensively-wise. What, um, what would it take to actually compare the Rams to the greatest show on turf? Because at that point, you're talking about blowing out a really good team Albeit maybe not the, an elite, elite defense, but, you know, a, a good enough defense in and of itself. So to go in Dallas and work their magic, what would it take to actually still mention them in the same breath as the greatest show on turf? Well, that's a simple answer. I, I believe that you can make comparisons, but I don't believe that they'll be on the same caliber as the greatest show on turf until they have a ring. When they win the Super Bowl, then I think you can really compare the two teams and say, you know, they've arrived. But until they win that ring, it's only comparisons. It's not, it's not, you know, 
are they as good as or they are as good as it's it's just well they resemble the team because they're scoring a lot of points and we have a lot of weapons and you know yada 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 but when they when they win a ring then i think they can look at coming up with a name uh, i chuckled when they said greatest show on surf um <laughs> as as a as another name but there, there's no reason to make those kind of comparisons yet i mean we're two and one uh, we're going to Dallas. Who knows what the outcome is going to be, but they're going to have to win a lot of games, continue to put up a lot of points, and ultimately win that ring before I'll even think of comparing them equally in the same breath. Fair enough. You're that Sean McVay. You need a ring. <laughs> well, we'd all love to see that, wouldn't we? Oh, hell yeah. Well, we'll follow up with another podcast right after the game and give our post-game thoughts. We want to thank you for joining us and supporting Rams Talk Radio, and we'll talk to you again on Sunday evening. control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.